Moncrief on News Talk. Now, the row over who inherits the farm is an ancient trope in Ireland, both in literature and real life. Time was when it automatically went to the oldest son and the other sons would join the priesthood. That has changed. Many sons aren't that keen to devote their life to an occupation where it's increasingly difficult to make a living. But that hasn't changed. What hasn't changed that much is the assumption that it's the boy who should carry on the work. Girls can be farmers too. Elaine Houlihan is president of Markham Farmer. Good afternoon, Elaine. Good afternoon, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Is this a, is this a matter, do you think, of just convincing each farmer one at a time? It's more of we'll ch- changing the whole perception in society when it comes to female farmers. We are females. We can do it the same as a male can do it. We're not trying to create more of a gap. We want to work together to close that gap. Mm. The uh, and can, actually, can you describe your family situation? Because I, I I'm assuming it's quite unusual that uh, your parents have their own farms. Yeah, I suppose. Look, my situation is a bit different than a lot of your typical farms here in Ireland. Um, it's myself and my brother and. My father came from a farm. He was an only child. He automatically obviously got the farm in that situation. And my mother was left a farm by her godfather at a very young age. So she took that over at the age of 18. And I've actually gone into partnership with my mother on that farm. So I suppose I've always seen um, a female farmer as a role model in in growing up for me. And I suppose for me to be taking over that farm now in the future as another female is something that's quite unusual, but it's something that I would see as very normal. Yeah. And 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 so, like, your dad has his own farm as well. Who's going to take that over? My brother. Right. <laughs> that's a fairly nifty arrangement, uh, it must be said. The thing is, though, I, sp- I mean, apart from, the, like, there probably are elderly farmers out there who, and it doesn't even occur to them to leave it to a daughter. But also, I imagine, are, you know, do you get the sense that there are young women out there who'd like to take over running farms, but they feel a bit discouraged about the whole thing. Yes, there's so many females out there that want to get into agriculture, but it's making it normal because, as I was thinking about this earlier, it's not in primary school, it's in secondary school. When you want to define what what the rest of your life is going to be, what's that job that you're going to pick? I believe the the deadline was today to pick the courses even. Mm. I but like that is such a massive decision for a 17 or 18 year old. But when they turn around and say, I want to be a farmer, there's always that one person in the class or, or a teacher that turn around and go, would you not go to college? But yeah. you do go to college when it comes to farming. Yeah. You still learn. But it's now making it a normal career. We don't turn around to somebody and go, oh, you're a female going into engineering. We don't do that anymore. So why are we doing this around agriculture? Yeah. Now, I mean, in agri-food in general, are, 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 uh, how represented are women? There is a lot of women working in the agricultural sector. I suppose when we look at the kind of leadership roles, we can take my own organisation, for example, in Makra. I'm only the second um, female to lead our organisation in 80 years, which is absolutely baffling to see. But as I see it from my generation, if a, if a younger person can't see me in the role, how can they see themselves in the role? Yeah, yeah. And now it's about highlighting the people that are in the roles. Like there's great work being done around the apprenticeships of highlighting females 
taking on the various careers. The same needs to be done in agriculture. Yeah. They, is it still a factor, though, that say if, if you know, the, the, the father who owns the farm and it's the Kelly farm and he's thinking, sure, if I leave it to my daughter, she'll get married and then it'll be the whatever, you know, and she takes her husband's name, then it won't be the Kelly farm anymore. Is that a thing still? That is, that can be a barrier for in some families. But at the end of the day, as I even see it with the, with the small village I'm from in Atlaka, is even regardless of a farm is sold, it's still known as the person that farmed the land, regardless of who takes it over. Mm. But it's now, it's, it's that pride. And I can see it. If, you're, if it's been in your family name for the last 100 years, it's very hard to see a changed name. But if, that, if, if your daughter has an interest in taking on a career in agriculture, back them. Because somebody backed you once. Yeah. And even if you do leave it to your daughter, probably everyone in the locality will still call it the name it always yeah. had anyway. Um, Always will be known of it. Yeah. Uh, now, the, the, the Department of Agriculture has this new plan uh, to, uh, you know, kind of promote female succession in farming. Do, do, does that give you a bit of hope? Do you, do you think it's going far enough? It gives me hope, but I want to see how it goes. I hope it doesn't create a bigger divide. Because we need to work together in when it comes to gender, um, the gender balance. Like we want to be seen as an equal. We don't need the term female farmer, male farmer. Mm. I did. I don't introduce myself as Elaine Hulhan, um, the female president of Mokra. We don't need to associate the genders. Yes, there is societal norms we need to change, but we have to work together as a nation to do that. That isn't just in the farming community. Yeah, indeed. I suppose uh, yeah, you can extrapolate that out in many parts. Actually, someone's texting to say the Department of Agriculture needs to get their act together. The CPD that uh, advisors do refers to uh, as a farmer as he or him rather than gender neutral. And the new knowledge transfer program that's paying farmers 750 quid to attend meetings on priority topics like biodiversity, water quality and soil health strictly only allows the herd owner to attend. So if a woman is running the farm and the herd uh, uh, number is in the name of their husband or father, that woman can't attend those meetings. Yeah, and I suppose on the first point there, Sean, I can't remember exactly what point in the action plan that was announced in um, the Women in Agriculture Dialogue. Um, but they are to look at the language being more inclusive because that's across every sector. I was looking at a website of a completely different um, sector the other day and everything was referred to he, him. And like all that needs to change. And I suppose going back to the herd owner too, that is something too that is on this action plan that hopefully there will be a positive in that. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose we'll, we'll just have to wait to see uh, uh, what kind of an effect uh, it might have. Elaine, thanks a million for uh, talking to us today. That was Elaine Hoolan there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.